humanity in the world stands as a threshold of the greatest change it will ever encounter. This change will be wrought in part by humanity's misuse of the world and humanity's impact upon its natural environment of the world. But included in this is the intervention of some races from beyond the world who seek to take advantage of a weak and divided humanity. These two great events, these two great phenomena, are directly connected for those who seek to intervene in the world, seek to have humanity become weak and divided, and to have you plunge into conflict, your nations struggling over the remaining resources, your nations fighting with each other for food, water, and energy rights, and access into an increasingly chaotic situation, those who are intervening in the world, who rely upon mental persuasion above all else to achieve their goals, will present themselves as the saviors of humanity. They will come with their advanced technology, proclaiming that they do not have war, that they do not have conflict, that they have learned to live in peace and equanimity, but their presentation, as convincing as it may sound, is entirely a deception. For they are nothing more than resource explorers and commercial interests who seek to gain control of the world and the world's people. They do not have military strength. That is not their power. They do not have vast armies. They are not going to come and take the world by force. For this they cannot do. Instead, their strength is more subtle and more pervasive, and in the end far more successful than any use of force would be. Humanity's destiny is to emerge into a greater community of intelligent life in the universe. This greater community represents races and nations of beings at all levels of evolution representing an immense diversity of life. But at present, humanity knows nothing of the greater community. You only have your wishes and your fears and your aspirations to fill in the great question of what exists beyond your borders. But what exists beyond your borders is a competitive environment unlike anything you can possibly imagine. Here there are races that are mature. Here there are races that have learned how to gain what they need without the use of weapons and force. Here races have realized that the strength and the power of the mind in the mental environment is far more effective and far more constructive than trying to exert influence through weaponry or by physical force. Humanity only has an inkling of what this greater power may be. And indeed, this greater power is known to you. It has power and influence in the mental environment. In the simplest of forms, it is represented by a parent's influence over their children, or a government's influence over their people, or a merchant's influence over his or her customers trying to persuade people to do what you want them to do and to not do what you do not want them to do. 
to persuade them to be compliant, to pacify them, to direct them, and to control them. While this influence in the mental environment has very positive applications, what you are facing in the greater community poses the greatest threat to human freedom and sovereignty in this world. This threat is even greater than environmental decline and the wasting of your resources. Those such things will have immense consequence on the quality of life and the quantity of life within your human family. You are encountering the interventions from beyond the world have far greater consequences for the future and the destiny of the human family. At present, even your most educated people still think you live in isolation. That perhaps there is intelligent life somewhere in the universe, but uh, it is assumed that no one can get here, as if the entire universe is limited by the boundaries of human science and understanding. And indeed, you have lived in isolation for so long that it represents the entire context of your understanding of yourself, the context for your philosophies, your religions, your theology, and your social structures. To encounter then the greater community, particularly forces some of the greater community who seek to intervene in your world for their own purposes represents not only a great threat to your freedom, but also a great shock to your awareness, to your beliefs, to your assumptions. Even your belief about God will have to go through a radical change here. But whether you realize it or not, God uh, or the source of our life is always considered within a human context. It is believed to represent human values and aspirations, human tendencies. Sometimes this is made into a physical image of God as a human being. But whether this be the case or not, God is supposed by people on earth to demonstrate human qualities and human virtues. But when you consider a God of the entire greater community, of this galaxy and other galaxies, representing countless races of beings who are so different from you, whose beliefs and values are so different from yours, whose physical appearance and whose social structures are so unique and different from yours. This is why there is a psychic barrier a barrier of belief against recognizing the presence of the intervention in the world today and what it portends for humanity's future and humanity's freedom. While it is true that humanity has potential allies in the local universe, it is even more important to realize that your first encounter with intelligent life will not be with saints and environmentalists, but with resource explorers and economic collectives, groups that search and travel 
to gain access to resources and to planets of biological and strategic impulse. In a sense, they represent the scavenger races, even though they are technologically far advanced of rule and have a very rigid social structure. Nonetheless, they are out to explore and to exploit. In the contrast to most settled nations who have established a degree of stability, who do not travel into deep space looking for resources necessary, who maintain their insulation and their isolation with great emphasis and great discretion. The scavenger races instead seek to explore and exploit anything that comes. And your beautiful world, with its splendid biological diversity, with its immense strategic importance, and with important factors from its ancient history, represent an irresistible goal, an irresistible asset for such races as these. And there are more than one. In fact, each group or collective represents many races, established in a very hierarchical pattern. So while a few people in the world today dream about the glory and the splendor of contact, plans are being laid, foundations are being built, and influences being cast to prepare humanity to fall under a greater persuasion. And this persuasion will encourage competition and conflict in the world. It will emphasize and encourage nations to struggle and fight for what they need and what they want, which will be ever-increasing emphasis in a world of declining resources and growing population. And because humanity is so completely self-obsessed that people have so little awareness of the greater community, even that there is a greater community, humanity is remarkably susceptible and vulnerable to such forms of persuasion. Even today, within certain religious circles, great persuasion is being cast. So that religious leaders, if they are aware of greater community reality at all, will tend to think that foreign visitors must be ethically and morally superior to humanity. This reckless assumption is growing in the world amongst religious leaders. And it is supplanted by humanity's hope that there is a better life somewhere else than what is being experienced here today. The desire to be saved, the desire to be rescued, the desire to be guided, the desire to be protected. And so today you have this focus on surrender, on acquiescence, on acceptance. 
And so your critical faculties are not developed and are not applied. You become less wary. You become less objective. You become less perceptive. You are encouraged to immerse yourself in your own internal questions and life and take your eyes off your environment and your surroundings. This is not merely an accident. It is not merely the result of affluent living. It is not merely human nature alone that accounts for this great change in human awareness and human emphasis. Even those who are wary and observant are far more concerned about what other tribes of people are doing or might do. Who is watching your boundary to space? Who is encouraged to watch your boundaries to space? Think of the native peoples who allowed intervention to take place. Consider what happens there. It is a situation that has been repeated many times within your world and countless times within the greater community. For the strong will dominate the weak if they can. It is true here in this world. It is true in the greater community. At present, people think well, the greater community is just this great empty place that humanity will explore and exploit for its own needs. But once you move beyond your solar system, well, then you are entering territories that are owned by others. And the resources that you might seek for yourself, once you are able to travel in this manner, these resources will be owned by others. But it is unlikely that humanity will even reach such a point of contact or exploration because your first encounters with the greater community will be with resource explorers, will be with scavenger races, will be with those who will seek to take advantage of your superstitions, your ignorance, your obsessions, and your conflicts with one another. Their goal and purpose here is to gain access to the biological resources of the world and the strategic position of the world. They are not interested in you. They see you as being chaotic and unruly and far inferior to them. As it is the custom, conquerors always feel that those that they wish to subjugate are inferior to them. And indeed, the intervention that is functioning in the world today will encourage this sense of inferiority. They will encourage people to lose that awareness of humanity's value and purpose. They will discourage these things. They will discourage your self-confidence, your self-trust, and your confidence and trust in the human family, creating then a vacuum of confidence 
that they then can fulfill. Therefore, your contact with the creative community is not some distant future event when you finally gain the technological ability to travel into space. Your confrontation with the creative community is occurring now. It is not what you think. You are the native peoples of this world. You are being exploited. Intervention is underway and has been for decades. The new message from God speaks of this, reveals this, and warns of this. It is the greatest event in human history. It is the greatest threat and danger to human freedom and sovereignty in this world. And yet, it represents the greatest chance and the greatest possibility and the greatest need for human unity and cooperation. This unity and cooperation is necessary to prevent further decline in the world's resources. For if humanity loses its self-sufficiency in the greater community, you will surely use your freedom and self-determination. You will force the world into such a state of decline that you will accept whatever the intervention offers you. You will not be in a position to negotiate favorable terms for yourself, for your needs will be oppressing and overwhelming. And you will extend trust where it should not be extended, and you will accept technology that should not be accepted, and you will give out authority where it should not be given over, and you will become dependent on those who supply you with those things that you now need and cannot question. You need human unity and cooperation to prevent further decline in the world, for you are living now in a world in decline. You also need human unity and cooperation for the defense of the world. It is not national security now, it is the security of the world. You take for granted your position of superiority in this world. You take advantage and assume that your place in this world is a God-given right and that it is unchallenged and that it is something that you can be assured of, as if it were an entitlement of some kind. But freedom must be defended. Such freedom and sovereignty is rare in the greater community. There are far more nations that have been conquered and absorbed into larger empires than there are independent worlds. To have independence and freedom as a greater community, you must be self-sufficient, you must be united, and you must be extremely discreet. Included in this is that you must be vigilant about protecting your borders. As vigilant as you would be about protecting someone entering your home, a stranger's in your home.
Yet, at this moment, such vigilance is not exercised. Such discretion is not exercised. Human unity does not yet exist. The only advantage you have at this point is your self-sufficiency. And you are in the process of destroying even that. If humanity understood its position in the universe and understood the nature of reality beyond your borders, you would not allow any foreigner to set foot in this world without the express permission of the people of this world. And you would be extremely careful about who can enter here and what they can do in your world. But at present, the intervention functions at will. It travels at will. It takes people against their will. It exploits people. It changes people. It destroys people. It is fundamentally evil. Some people will say, well, what can we do against such great power? The intervention is small. It has no military assets to speak of. It is relying completely on human belief and acquiescence. It is relying upon its influence over human tendencies and human weakness. In the face of human strength, it has little efficacy. Part of the purpose of the new message from God and its great warning for humanity is to generate this strength and this awareness. For you must be extremely wary in the Kritu community. For you have reached a point in your own development where others can take advantage of your technology, of your planetary commerce and communication. Intervening races do not want to see you gain greater technological power, or intervention here will become far more difficult. So this now is a great opportunity. Before humanity can unite, before humanity gains greater power and greater weaponry, before humanity realizes its formal position, intervention will be and is being attempted here. Therefore, you see, your destiny is upon you. It is here now. It is not some future possibility. It does not merely depend upon perspective on your part. It is the greater reality that is occurring in the world. And people are unaware and are not responding. And if governments know, they do not share their information with their own population. And religious leaders are either completely ignorant or are falling under persuasion. It is what you cannot see now that has the greatest threat to you. It is what you do not recognize in your daily life that has the power to change your circumstances utterly and forever. For if humanity loses its freedom and its self-determinationist world, the chances of you ever having it again are very small. To understand 
the meaning and the grace and the power and the efficacy of God's new message and the purpose for it being given to the world at this time. You must recognize the great threat, the greater darkness that is in the world. You must reverse the decline of the world and you must protect yourself against the greater community. Both will require greater human unity and cooperation. Both are extremely compelling once you recognize them. For what can any nation in this world gain? What advantage can it secure for itself if the whole world will lose its freedom and fall under subjugation? And do not think that such subjugation will be an improvement over your current circumstances, for that would be a fatal error on your part. Your potential rulers would treat humanity no better than you treat your domestic animals today. They do not regard you as their equals, and they are not interesting in your fascinating qualities, and they do not understand your spirituality, except in so far as that it can be used against you to weaken you to disarm you and to distract you. Such forces do not know of the sacred knowledge that exists within all intelligent life. For if they did, they would not be intervening in the world. They would not be seeking to conquer and to subjugate the human family. For this sacred knowledge is rare. To gain greater technology does not mean that you gain awareness of the sacred knowledge. It only means you gain greater technology. There are so many things that humanity must reconsider, that you must reconsider, that you all need to become aware of. For at the moment you have great reactions to problems that are small and little reaction to problems that are great. You do not see that your destiny is determining and will determine everything. That the greater community is the greatest event in human history and will require the greatest degree of human union and cooperation that has ever been established in the world before. For everyone will be in the same boat now. No nation has any advantage regarding the intervention. You are all resources to be explored and exploited. If you can consider this, if you can bring greater objectivity to your understanding here, you will begin to see how compelling and how necessary human unity and cooperation is. It is not simply a good idea. It is not simply a virtue. It is not simply a preferred manner of functioning. It is necessary for your survival, for your freedom, and for your future. That is how significant this is. Consider the native peoples of the world. 
One day their life was always as it had been for centuries or even millennia. The next day everything begins to change and to collapse. And what changes one day from another here is intervention. Intervention is part of nature. Competition for environment is part of nature. Do not think that great and complex technology lifts people above these powers and these forces in nature. And do not think that because you seem to have a preeminent position in the world and assume that this preeminence is permanent, that you have any power or efficacy in the great community. Even your neighbors who do not intervene here do not hold you with much respect. You are clearly destructive, aggressive, and competitive. Even your neighbors who have visited the world before to observe you, but who do not now intervene, they do not have respect for the human family. You have not yet become respectable. You are not stable. You are not united. And you treat this world, which is a magnificent planet, in such a reckless and short-sighted manner. Races that have established permanence and stability in the greater community certainly do not behave in such a way. And whatever resources they still have in their world are protected and sustained and maintained with great determination. If you can hear these words, which represent part of a new message from God, then you can begin to see with greater eyes, see the big picture of your life and the life of humanity. You can begin to see the great strengths that the creator of our life has placed within the human family, within each heart, the sacred knowledge. And you can begin to see the great predicaments that humanity is creating for itself and also allowing to occur here. The new message of God will reveal this in far greater detail. But you must be alerted, you must be warned, and you must be prepared. And who in the world can do this? Who in the world understands what is going on in the greater community? Who in the world knows who is intervening here and why they are here? And what their methods are? what they intend to do. Who in the world knows humanity's ancient history and the prospects for its future? Clearly such wisdom and knowledge must come from God. For there is no person in the world who could have such knowledge and wisdom. Unless God gave it to them unless it has been revealed in a new message from God, not for one person, not for some elite group, not for one government alone, not for one religious leader, but for the whole of humanity, a new message from God for the protection and advancement of humanity. For what has been provided to humanity thus far in God's great messengers cannot prepare you now for the greater community.
It represents an entirely new reality, a complete shift in your circumstances. It requires a new message from God. While ancient wisdom is embedded in all the great religious traditions, none of them can prepare you for what you must do now. And that is why there is a new message from God. Not to compete with the world's religions, not to overshadow them, but to unite them and to strengthen them, so that their ancient wisdom can come to the fore and serve humanity in its changing circumstances at this great threshold in your evolution. In hearing these words, your mind may object, your mind may question, your mind may doubt, your mind may compare and contrast, but in your heart, you will know. If you do not know your own heart, then you do not know what you know. If you do not know and are not aware of the wisdom that God has placed within you, then you will not know what you know. You will only be aware of what you think. And this is the condition of the vast majority of people in the world today. So while you are facing the greatest challenge and the greatest threshold in your history, what is also being called for is the sacred knowledge to emerge in many more people. There may be many more eyes looking. There must be greater objectivity. There must be greater clarity. And this wisdom that God has placed within you is not in competition with itself or in conflict with itself. It therefore represents the greatest force for unity and peace and cooperation that is possible in this world or in any world. For the sacred knowledge is a calling from God. It is here to guide you, to protect you, and to lead you to a greater contribution to the worldly need, which will fulfill the needs of your soul. You do not know the need of your soul yet. The world must reveal it to you. Do not seek for comfort and consolation. Do not seek to run and escape. For you will never meet the need of your soul if you do this. Your gifts are meant for certain people in certain situations. Knowledge will take you there. Knowledge will lead you there. It will not be your wishes and your fears and your preference. It will be knowledge. You need this knowledge to be fulfilled and to be complete and to satisfy the deeper needs of your soul. And the world needs your contribution, for without it, the future of humanity becomes less certain and more grave. The possibility for humans, humanity's success in emerging into the greater community as a free and sovereign race will depend on the contribution of many people. This contribution resides within knowledge within them. Therefore, the new message from God must provide the way to knowledge and the calling for knowledge. It is not simply a belief system to be compared with other belief systems. It is not simply a different point of view or a perspective. Do not be foolish and think like this. It is the answer. 
and is also for a problem you have not even yet recognized, and for which you are not yet prepared. What is human destiny? Human destiny is in the greater community. But you must survive your emergence into the greater community, and you must survive competition from the greater community if you are to be able to function there. For your isolation is over, and you will never have it again. From this moment forward, you must build and protect human freedom and sovereignty in this world. You must protect the resources of this world and your self-sufficiency here. And you must gain the wisdom to discern friend from foe, ally from competitor. You do not have this wisdom and this discernment yet, but it can and must grow within you as an individual and within the human family. Do not think that humanity does not have promise here, for to do so underestimates your power and your potency and the greater promise that humanity has for the future, for a future that will be unlike the past.